You're listening to Night Springs from Alan Wake 2, released October 27th, 2023, performed by Kiera. Welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. All caught up now. I, of course, am your host, Brian. Joining me on the show today, not supposed to be, but he is, breaking his way through. It's Bedroth. I'm breaking in, man. Yeah, yeah. We were actually sitting down to record another episode, and <laughs> you mentioned that you were going to be doing this one soon, and that you hadn't recorded with Kyla yet, and you might do it by yourself. And I was like, hey, man, I'll jump in. I liked that one song that we did, like, a week ago. <laughs> yeah, that was featured in our best of 2023, that nine and a half minute performance from the old gods of Asgard, not old guards of Asgard, as I kept trying to say last time, but as the hours tick on and the more inebriated Brian gets throughout these episodes, it does, I don't remember what I say half the time. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, go check that episode out if you missed it. Our best of 2023. It was fantastic. But yeah, this episode was supposed to be with Kyle. It is not, however, that's okay. Still a normal episode. Real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcast or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a quick rating and a review. Really does help us out in terms of visibility so that this show continues to grow. And remember, we are on Patreon now as well. Patreon.com forward slash RPG era. Check out our tiers. See what we're doing. And if you feel inclined, toss us a couple bucks each month. If not, continuing to listen to the episodes as they upload each week works wonders as well. And of course, special shout out to current executive producers, Jexax and Zanku. Um, Real quick, 
because you're here, Bedroth, like you weren't supposed to be, right? But you also just debuted your new project with BG Mania, so that's actually the most recent episode that posted. I did, yeah. I'm super excited, man. I enjoyed it quite a bit, and I'm looking forward to the rest of what is coming in the first half of this year. Yeah, so if you missed episode one of BG Mania B-Sides... Go give that a listen. Under an hour, right? I think it was like... Yeah, this one was the longest that they'll probably go. Minutes, 58 minutes and five seconds. So yeah, under Because an I did, uh, you know, an introduction talking about how the show is going to be, and I'm not going to do that moving forward. So unless I find something with really long tracks in it, um, probably never going to be over an hour. Yeah, so not too much of a time commitment. Not like that two hours and 20 minutes of our best of 2023. But now, go is, give that a listen. Are these going to add to the overall episode count the way that... Yeah. Um, cool. Well, we'll just get to whatever 400 that much faster then <laughs> well no but i mean like i'm not gonna official dude i think like i don't count the bonus episodes or anything like that okay any side okay. episodes as numbered episodes gotcha. um, okay that's what i'm like in terms of because the episode we're recording today alan wake 2 is what episode 319 that sounds but right we have 356 episodes on our feed Right. So I wasn't sure if this was going to be to count like a bonus episode or count. Yeah, like a it's, it's basically a bonus episode, but I'm numbering it as its own thing. Cool. Cool. I like it. So I dig it. It's not Pick bonus it episode 37. Right. Or anything like that. It's not volume, whatever. It's just BG Media B-Sides. Number one, Fantasia. Number two. I won't spoil your. Yeah. yeah. You like that tape flip sound effect I found? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I thought so too. I wasn't sure about it at first, but it sounded good on the posted show. So yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, comments. We do have, I think, some new ones since we last sat down to record on our. Yes. Yeah, that was like a year ago, man. Yeah, it was last year. <laughs> uh, in terms of Spotify comments on our composer appreciation for Hitoshi Sakamoto, Clark came in, said, "Great episode. Love the Final Fantasy 12 track." I had a feeling you might. You tend to submit a lot from Final Fantasy. And he did say it's yeah. got to be one of his favorite soundtracks. Uh, any chance we could do a show on remixed or cover versions? Well, I will say that we have done some cover episodes on BG Mania. They're usually YouTube cover episodes. So we have done some of those and likely will again in the future. I'm not super big on remix stuff, though. Other shows are. Bedroth could maybe promote a couple, but I'm not super yeah. big on remix stuff. I know Bedroth and I had talked about maybe doing like a remix episode at some point, but it's nothing that we would do consistently or all the time because I'm not super big on it. Right. Um, I will say, if you are into remixes, one episode I will shout out is Re-VGM. Uh, the uh, the host is a guy named Martyrus. Uh, he's from out on the West Coast, and he's a super cool guy, really chill. Um, kind of slow, laid-back delivery, so very different from the way we do it here on BG Mania. But, uh, yeah, it's a good show, not very long, and uh, he's definitely one to look into. He also, on his website, lists like a lot of different video game news, and v VGM specifically, VGM news and stuff. So Nice, yeah. Shout him out. I knew there was one that kind of focused heavily on, I thought there was another one, but I knew for sure there was at least one. That's yeah, I can't remember. Um, I thought about doing one for a while, and then when I found out Martyrus had his, I I, I let that idea fizzle because I didn't have time anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on our Radio Hour, Volume 65 episode, Clark also once again through Spotify. Shame you didn't get to do the Christmas Radio Hour, but a great episode nonetheless. Keep up the stellar work. I don't know that we've ever planned to do a Christmas Radio Hour. I guess we usually just theme it around winter. Yeah, sometimes we'll do that, yeah. I did have my, uh, my the opening track was... 
um, kind of a wintry track. That's why. I yeah, and Zanku submitted. Um, oh, what's that uh, section from Trails of Cold Steel in that one area? Uh, Emir. He submitted the Emir Y M I R Emir Canyon, ah, which is also a snowy okay. area. So that kind of had some like snowy elements to it. Um, I guess it was a couple. I did, however, decide, and I mentioned it like several months ago, potentially bringing the Ice Nine Kills track for that radio hour. Um, decided against it because I didn't want to deal with the potential copyright issues. Right, 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 right. So, because it's actually not from a game. Like, there's a browser-based game, but it was made after the music video came out. It's not from an actual <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, like that one time I found Mortal Kombat was actually in, like, just Shapes and Beats or something, so I, I could finally submit it to the show. <laughs> yeah, didn't, I mean, I did that with, we, we did that with Rainbow Roads. I was like, well, we don't have anything else, yep. let's just do just Shapes and Beats. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's one we can dip into if we really want to play something yeah. like <laughs> Or like, you know, Rock Band or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. But speaking of licensed music... Today we're focusing on the soundtrack for Alan Wake 2. Kyle and I both currently playing through it, which is why he was going to sit down and do this episode with me, but I know he's not very far. Well, I think he's made some progress since I last talked to him, but he's still in the first half of the game for sure. I am approaching the end. I will actually probably be done within the next few hours. Um, And playing through this, not just because it's what I'm playing now, but because of the impact the game is having on me, and the masterclass of storytelling and just creative vision that Sam Lake has at Remedy. I think Remedy probably is one of my favorite developers of all time at this point. I think that's safe to say. Um, what they did with Alan Wake 2 is something special, man. And we said that about a lot of games in 2023, right? Baldur's Gate 3, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, so many good games last year, dude. Stellar year. And Alan Absolutely. Wake 2, it's... at this point, is my game of the year. It's crazy, you know, when, when your game is the year comes out in and soundtrack of the year comes out in 20 in December it's you know well the, what, the game a came out in what a way to end the year game came out in October. Uh, that's true okay that's true I don't think I really started hearing stuff about it because you know the holiday October November December is always a busy time this year it was just it was kind of insane so but, but yeah, man, man, just... Ugh. I can talk a lot about Alan Wake 2. I have a lot to say about this game, actually. But a lot of what I want to say, I can't. The game is yep. still too new. Um, and it's a game that... I think anybody that is a fan of horror or anybody that's just a fan of really good, like, direction and creative vision owes it to themselves to play through this game. It's, <laughs> there's nothing like it. There's nothing like Alan Wake 2 on the market with what they did. It's so freaking cool. And man, I wish I could do spoiler casts on this show, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's so much that I want to say. Uh, maybe you and Kyle could do a spoiler cast and throw it up on the RPG or a feed or the, the well, there is no other feed anymore that exists. Those shows are pretty much defunct. Yeah, um, that's true. But Or you can okay. resurrect uh, media files for like one episode. You could do a spoiler <laughs> cast. <laughs> it's okay. I just but won't yeah, get a no, chance okay. to really I'm dive sure there's no sport this with anybody. Um, I'll be able to talk I'm a sure lot about no some things. There. No, there's plenty. There's so many to go listen to. But I'll be able to talk a lot about certain things. But in terms of like narrative, I will avoid most of that. Um, I might skate around some things and, and try to say talk about some things. But this will be light on spoilers because, again, I do think everyone owes it to themselves to at least check this game out. It's so freaking cool. And the soundtrack is just stellar. Like, it's all theoretically real music. So what they did is the actual composer on the game is Petri Alonco. However, 
I don't have a single track from him on the show today. So what he composed for the game was a lot of the atmospheric music and just like horror game, horror movie style stuff that you hear in the background and with Mm -hmm. like, you know, strings maybe to add some suspense and, you know, different instruments here and there. Very ambient, very atmospheric. Um, That type of stuff exists in a lot of the levels as you're kind of walking through. Like the levels themselves don't have music or anything like it's a horror game. Um, but the ends of the levels. So most of what you hear today, not everything, but most of what you hear plays at the end of each specific chapter. And the songs themselves were done for the game. And the lyrics of the songs kind of talk about things that either are happening in that chapter that you just played through or other outside elements being brought in to fill some gaps in the lore. But other tracks feature actually do feature in the levels in very special ways that I'll talk about when we get to them. Um, It's such a cool game. It's such a freaking cool game. I can't say that enough, and I won't say that enough. I'll say that a lot throughout this episode. The opening track we started with is titled Night Springs, and again, that was performed by Kiera. Potentially a controversial track to open with for a spotlight on Alan Wake 2, (laughs) because as of yet, it's not in the game. It is on the soundtrack. And it's expected that the first DLC that releases for the game is going to be Night Springs. Night Springs exists as a TV show in the game in the dark beyond, basically, like in the other world that Alan is trapped in that he gets sucked into at the end of Alan Wake 1. I can spoil Alan Wake 1. That game's old. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And I still remember that was my first exposure when I don't remember when we did it. It might have been. Oh, it was it was latest sad songs episode when you brought uh, the track about the lake. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was my first exposure to Poets of the Fall since I had not, um, you know, played the game. So, yeah, man. The poet or what? The muse and the something like that. The, the poet and the yeah. muse or something the like that. The poet and the muse. The I think it was the poet and the, the name muse. of the track is the name of the track. And that's from Alan Wake One. Yeah. That oh, track, track is in Alan Wake 2 as well. So they also recycled all of their old music from Alan Wake 1, from Control, like things that were composed by Poets of the Fall, or now as they're known in in universe, Old Gods of Asgard, um, things that were done by them are all in this game, regardless of what game they're from. And they feature in different ways. It's super cool because they're tying everything together. They're tying everything together, right? Like Alan Wake, Control, and even Max Payne are really all the same universe. And I'll talk about that when we wow. come back from our first block. That's that's intense. Like I had I had no clue about any of that stuff. That's Yeah. So it's amazing. Is is this like a fully like is it fully sequel or does it have some like prequely stuff and some stuff that like overlaps with first Alan Wake or it is a hundred percent a sequel. Okay, cool. The game talks Man. about Alan and what happened thirteen years ago. They reference the fact that it's been thirteen years. So it is a hundred percent a sequel. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I am excited to get into this music. Because so far, the two songs that I have heard from this, I, uh, well, I guess I, we talked about it before. I listened to some of this when I was listening to the best of uh, the year, but I don't remember much of what I heard. The two tracks that I intentionally listened to, I have fallen in love with. So, And I can actually add a lot of context to these tracks now, so that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, Night Springs, our opening track, not yet in the game, should be when Remedy releases the first DLC, which is expected to be Night Springs. 
and I'll be there. I will play through that. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm actually looking for that's going to be wild because, like I said, that exists in that world that Alan Wake is trapped in. So pretty much yeah. anything goes in that world, and you see that when you play through Alan's levels because you do have two main characters in Alan Wake too, right? You have Alan and you have Saga, who Saga is the FBI detective, the girl. Alan is obviously Alan. But anyway, let's get into the first block. And we're opening up the first block with a track that actually comes from the original Alan Wake. Like I just mentioned, right? There are other tracks in this soundtrack. However, I really wanted a couple different tracks from Old Gods of Asgard. And this is one of my favorite ones. So let's kick this off by taking a listen to Children of the Elder God from Alan Wake 2. I'm not going to mention it every time, but again, released October 27th, 2023, performed by the Old Gods of Asgard.
Next, we're going to take a listen to Follow You Into the Dark from Alan Wake 2, performed by Raquel. Closing out this block, we're going to take a listen to Wide Awake from Alan Wake 2, performed by James.
Coming back in, we are first talking about Children of the Elder God. This one done by Old Gods of Asgard. And again, this is from the original Alan Wake. So this is probably one of my favorite moments from the first Alan Wake. Um, If you remember, and I had recently mentioned it on the show, but Chapter 9 of Control was the one where the, you know, Take Control song by Old Gods of Asgard played throughout the entire level as you went through this maze of labyrinths and that kind of stuff and like shifting rooms and it was, it was crazy it was super fun but back in the original Alan Wake they had a level where you played through and were like blasting away at the shadows and enemies and stuff this track was playing in the background and it was so sick back then but Remedy has just taken that idea of like syncing levels to music just to a whole nother level with what they did in Alan Wake 2 and that's all I'll say because I can't spoil the actual levels <laughs> that they did this in but yeah um, this track just technically at least as of yet and i still have a couple chapters to go i don't know if this actually plays physically anywhere in game which is also why i put it first okay after the night springs one it is in the game because when you unlock the old gods of asgard's like discography in game to where you can go into your there's these this concept in the game called the mind space 
and it allows Saga, the FBI agent, to enter this space within her mind to piece clues together, try to figure out cases, and one of the things you can do in there is like view the map, view collectibles. Well, you have a radio in your mind space. Alan Wake's mind space is his like writer room, but each one, whether whoever you're playing as, they have a radio in there and you can listen to all the tracks you've unlocked so far throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Um, when you unlock the Old Gods of Asgard discography, this is one of the tracks that you get. So I get, it's technically in the game. But physically playing, I don't know if it actually plays in any levels or coming through a radio somewhere. I haven't heard it yet. I've heard everything else. I've not heard this one. Okay. Okay. Well, it is. Uh, it's fantastic. It's got oh, it's that spread and goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible, man. Like I said, it's one of the um, one of the tracks that made me really appreciate what they were doing here. Because as you and I explored off air during this block, Poets of the Fall sounds nothing like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poets of the Fall and Old Gods of Asgard are definitely two very distinct sounds. But they're embracing that, like, especially with yeah. Alan Wake 2, right? Like, <laughs> again, no spoilers, but what they do with them in the game is so freaking cool. They're like, they're embracing this other side of themselves, and it's so cool. I love it's it It's really so cool much. to hear. Uh, I will say that when we, while we were talking, I added the... Um, their first album, Poets of the Falls' first album, to my Spotify list. And I went in and I added uh, the Rebirth, the Old Gods of Asgard album with songs from uh, Alan Wake 1 and 2 in Control. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. much all their stuff. Yep, so, so yeah, I'm excited to dig into both of those. So good, you'll have fun. You will have fun. Oh, man. Okay, well, that second block we list, or the second track we listened to, not block, that's coming up here in a few minutes, but the second track we listened <laughs> to was Follow You Into the Dark, which features Raquel on vocals. And this particular track plays at the end of the very first chapter of the game. It's titled Invitation. And in that chapter, you play as Saga. You actually play as Saga for the first two chapters before you start playing as Alan Wake. That's not really a spoiler. They've really talked about playing as Saga as the main character heavily in the trailers. Um, She is one of the main characters now of this franchise. And I haven't finished the game, but if there is a trilogy out of this, right, if there's an Alan Wake 3, I would have to assume she's going to be featured in some point in the story. But um, at the end of chapter one, right, you really start to get an idea of just what might be in store for the story in this game. Now, I was right about some things, but completely wrong about others, and that's what I like, right? I like not being able from the start to see where something's going, and supposedly it's probably going to get even wilder. Justin, my roommate's already finished the game. He told me that the end is insane, but um, what I really like about the lyrics for all these songs, right? Now, these are original songs. They sound like songs you would hear on a radio just driving in the car or something like that, But these are done for the actual game. And I don't know who's actually performing the instruments, like drums, guitars, that kind of stuff. I'm thinking it might just be people that Remedy hired to do it, because I don't think it's actual bands. The singers are real singers, like vocalists and stuff that they brought in from Iceland and Finland and Sweden. You know, Remedy's based out of Finland. So they used a lot of artists that are kind of local to that area over there. Um, And they brought them in and then they just said, hey, record vocals for this. And the lyrics supposedly all came from Sam, 
Sam Lake. So I found this article on GameSpot that was released before the game actually came out. And he did this interview with them. And he said, I'm not a professional song maker. For me, it was kind of freeing thing. It was a freeing thing just to say, hey, I wrote this poem. Can you make something out of it? And then for, he said, for some of the songs, it worked really well. For others, it was more of a theoretical starting point. Most of my poetry was specifically for this, but I do write some poetry now and again, and I was digging into my archives as well for things that might fit, and then modified it to specifically work with this. That's super sick. It is. That's really cool. I love that story. And yeah, I uh, um, this was a good one. I think it, it kind of got lost for me in between the first track and the third track, because those are just those so are out of this world for yeah. me. <laughs> those um, are stellar. This one, though, this one was really, really solid, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, and this was like, so this is basically the first actual piece of music you hear in the game. So when I heard this, now granted, I already knew a lot about what, because I just started playing it a couple days ago, right? So I already knew a lot about what Alan Wake's 2 soundtrack was going to be like. I've listened to a lot of the old God songs already. We played one in the last episode, so I knew a lot of what the soundtrack had. But these chapter songs, I was pretty much unspoiled by until I put this playlist together. So like I got a couple chapters in and then I put this together and I now know everything that's coming technically. But even when I reach them in game, I still listen to the full thing. Oh, yeah, you got to. <laughs> got to appreciate the Feel art. Like in a game like this. Yeah, you got to appreciate the art because that's what this is. It is pure art. This entire game is pure art. I would give this a 10. This would have been one of my 10s for 2023 if we if we still reviewed games. Alan Wake 2 would have got a 10 from me. Would you have given anything else in 2023 a 10? Yeah, I would have also given a 10 to Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. And hmm, that might be it. Wow. It might just be those two for me. Tears of the Kingdom, I think, is a strong 9 or a 9.5. Same with Final Fantasy 16. Um, yeah, I would have given Tears probably a 9.5, and I probably would have given um, Sea of Stars a, a 9. Yeah, another game that I think I would have rated high myself. I'm curious what Kyle would have given a 10 to had we still written reviews. Um, but that third track we listened to, which features at the end of Chapter 2, again, another saga chapter. That's probably going to be the last time I point these out. But this is incredible, dude. Wide Awake featuring... I'm hoping it's pronounced James. J-A-I-M-E-S. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's how I would say it. <laughs> this is incredible. Yep, very much so. Very much. I told you while we were listening, this is one of the tracks that I remember hearing when I listened through uh, for the for the best of episode. Yep, and you said, you know, it was going to be the one of the ones that you potentially brought, and I wouldn't have argued that. This is my favorite non-Old Gods of Asgard tr uh, song in the game. Like, this is so good. I shared this with Kyle as soon as I heard it. I was like, man, you have to listen to this. Yeah, what did he think? Loved it. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got good taste for the most part. <laughs> He's already listened to this full pl uh, playlist. He was, like I said, we were supposed to do this episode together. Um, and he's like, he was blown away by some of these tracks. But man, this one just, oh, it's so, and the chapter is so good too. That chapter, every, there's a couple chapters that are relatively short that are just meant to like bridge gaps between certain plot elements. But there are some pretty meaty chapters in Alan Wake 2 that take a couple hours to get through. Especially if you're going for like a com not a completionist run, but like you know trying to find all the collectibles and that. Kind. I'm not platinuming this game by any stretch of the imagination, but I am trying to see at least all of the narrative stuff. And there are some collectibles that are considered cases, which have narrative plot points to them. Okay. So I'm trying okay, to cool. see all that stuff, but like I'm not doing everything in this game. Have you told Kyle yet that I replaced him on this? Nope. <laughs> we'll find out when the episode posts. <laughs> yep. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't hunt me down. Nah, he won't care. <laughs> 
cool, cool, cool. Yeah. No, I mean, I was going to do this episode solo because I still, my intent, you know, you like to say peek behind the curtains. You and I are recording this on January 9th. This episode is supposed to post tomorrow. I'm going to still try. We're going to see how mm. it goes. Good luck, buddy. I'm going to still try because I want to stay on pace. We're back caught up. I want to keep it that way. Yep. I could listen to this track forever. dude. And I have. I've listened to this I on know. repeat so many times. I could listen to this just on repeat. I have no idea if this guy's other music sounds anything like this. I'm willing to bet probably not, right? Because, again, they just brought these people in to record the vocals. Probably sounds nothing like it, but it'd be cool if it did. I'd listen to more. It would, yeah. Um, and, I mean, I think that Poets of Fall and Old Gods of Asgard are similar enough that I could hear them being from, like, alternate universes or something. So I'm sure that there are at least some similarities between James's, you know, regular stuff and, and this. But if anybody out there knows anything about him as like a like a, an original like vocalist or anything, please let us know because I really, really want to check more of this stuff out. Here's his Instagram. So I also apologize for any weirdness in my sound in that last sentence. I uh, accidentally looked away from the mic for a second and then looked back. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad form. Found his Instagram, so at least we could hear what his other music potentially sounds like. So Okay. Yeah, yeah shoot that I over to this. me. I'll check it out. Yeah, I love this song. Um, all right, let's get into our next block, because I have to stretch out what I want to say about Alan Wake 2, because otherwise it's all just spoiler content. <laughs> <laughs> so we will go into our next block, which does feature a couple more songs that play at the end of chapters. But there's another track that's kind of sandwiched in the middle that is super cool and features a character that crosses over between multiple games and what I'm going to now start dubbing the Remedy Universe. But before we get to that one, kicking off this next block, let's go ahead and take a listen to Superhero from Alan Wake 2. This one was performed by Mugletta.
Coming up next, let's take a listen to and apologies in advance. Oten O from Alan Wake 2, performed by Ati. Se 
Closing out this block, let's take a listen to Lost at Sea from Alan Wake 2, performed by Jean Castell. Coming back in, we are first talking about Superhero from Alan Wake 2, again performed by Mugletta. Hopefully I'm saying that one right. Mugletta. What a vocalist, dude. You even pointed that out. Yep. She is great. Yeah, I, re- I remembered this track again, uh, and this time really just because of the striking vocals. This this lady has really, really got it. Yeah, you kind of compared her a little bit to Macy Gray. Mm-hmm. Yep, a little bit. Same gravelly tone. Um, not the same style of music that Macy Gray, she was She was just pop, right? I don't really, I was never into Macy pop, Gray. Kind of, kind of pop R&B yeah. Yeah, type. And yeah. I wouldn't really consider this pop or R&B. No, not at all. Yeah, this is this is this is good. I like this a lot. And me too. This is a really again, man. All these chapters are good, but <laughs> this is a uh, and actually this the chapter that this song plays after is the chapter that we actually hear the next track in the block in. If you stop and listen, you don't have to stop and listen, but why wouldn't you? But we'll talk about that one in just a minute. But this track is just, man, it's really cool. Um, again, paying attention to the lyrics kind of give you an idea of what the chapter that it plays after kind of was about certain things. But certain things are more cryptic and meant to be that way. But again, there are other elements that they bring it in to fill gaps in this plots and narrative that maybe aren't told in game moments, which is kind of cool. Yeah, man, this is just, I mean, it, it's weird because kind of like with, uh, well, with several of the games that I have been 
with you on for these spotlights. Uh, without playing the game, I don't, you know, don't know that I can appreciate the music as much, especially with Alan Awake, because everything is so intricately connected. Like, the songs are so deeply connected to the story and the characters that without knowing those things, I know you're having a different level of appreciation of this than I am. But for me, it's just like, this is just great music. Right. I enjoy it. Yeah. But it means it, I have less to say. <laughs> and it's cool that something like this was created for the game. Like, all of these tracks. Like, yes. that, it's, that's just so cool to me. Again, yeah. Um, Metal Hellsinger kind of did something similar, right, with their metal tracks. And they brought in vocalists from real bands to record the vocals. So, a similar concept. And again, I would say Metal Hellsinger, kind of a unique game in the industry. I know there are other rhythm-based games, but just what it set out to do, I think was kind of cool. Um, I like when games incorporate their soundtracks like that into the overall experience. Yeah. It's really cool. Really freaking cool. Yep. The middle track we listened to, like I said, this actually comes from the same chapter that the previous track plays at the end of. But when you start exploring in this area, you can go into this little lodge or inn or whatever, and there's a stage. And on the stage, you see a character by the name of Ati. Ati is a janitor. He's a janitor in Alan Wake 2. He was a janitor in Control. Um, I don't know the actual, let's see here, Ati Control actor. Marty, Marty Sua, Suasula, Suasalo. So Marty Suasalo is the actual vocalist here. So he's the one that provides the, the voice to Ati. Um, okay. I don't quite know a lot about this character. And you're not meant to. Like, he's very yeah. ominous in control. You don't even see him much in control. You experience him for the first time as Jesse, the, you know, the main girl that you play as in control. Um, you run into him, honestly, right before, and maybe at one time before, but the time that I distinctly remember from Control was right before Chapter 9, my favorite chapter of the game that features music by Old Gods of Asgard. Adi gives you this cassette and he's, you know, he's like, these are, these are from my pals, my friends in the old gods of Asgard. And it's going to like help you through or whatever. And then this music starts playing, not this track, but the music that he gives you starts playing is that take control song. And it's so sick. And it's written about Jesse. Now, oh wow, I'm not going to get into spoiler here, spoiler content on the show about like the old gods of Asgard. But again, they play a very, very pivotal part in Alan Wake 2 and are now part of this overall Remedy universe that they are creating. Um, but they don't really ever tell you much about Adi. Adi is in this game and you see him way more often than you do in Control. He's not a main character, but you see him often enough in that he's a, a side character now at this point. I want to know more about this guy. He's super creepy and he acts creepy, but he's meant to be creepy. But he's so cryptic and he's, 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 oh man, he's a great character. He's so good in this universe. Yeah, I mean, just the scene that's on screen when you watch this, uh, this music video is intriguing. This, I mean, this is obviously cut from the game. Yeah. Um, I but... did the same thing this person did. Literally stood there and watched when I saw this in the game until it ended. And as soon as it ends, he just starts singing it again. He loves the song. He wants to, that's all he sings. <laughs> yep. It's like, this is my night, and this is the one song I'm doing. It's all Freebird, <laughs> only Freebird. So, yeah. But no, this, uh, it, it just, you know, it's just really cool. I love, I love his, his voice and the delivery here. Um, I might, Yuten, I thought I remembered all three of these tracks Yuten, from my listen Yuten through. Yuten Yu, or something like that. Yuten, Yuten, 
U to U. So yeah, it's like it's a Y and then an O with an umlaut over it, and then T and another O and an umlaut, and then N, and then just a Y with a with the O umlaut. And so, uh, yeah, I know that that U sound is the the O, and like you said, they're not using the Y as a consonant. It's more like more like a very short E sound, like yeah, U to U, yeah, something like that, yeah, U to U, yeah, which means nightless night. So, and yeah. I and I imagine this is probably in that you know uh, Finnish. What is, it, is it just called Finnish? Is that their language or something like that? The, f- their their language is Finnish. Yes, and it, this it, it, it's mm, I don't know. I don't know if it looks quite weird enough to be Finnish. It could be Swedish, but could if they're based Icelandic. in Finland, then I would could also be, be Icelandic. Or I, could be Icelandic. Yeah, yeah. Norwegian. All is those that Nordic a, languages. Is a, I was gonna say that's like that, that language. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Norwegian. Yeah, that's the. Iceland, uh, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Denmark, it's all kind of considered Norwegian, so. Yep, and a lot of that, (laughs) a lot of that uh, matters. So much like Hellblade, Senua, right? Senua's Sacrifice and Senua's Saga, the games Mm -hmm. that are that series, are very based in Norse mythology. There's a lot of Norse mythology in Alan Wake 2. Very cool. That's see, you asked me during the listen if I'm gonna play these games. Yeah, because I didn't know if I could spoil you, you it. When spoil I'm not on yeah. the, I did. I wanted to spoil it to you. And I said probably not, and still probably not. But also, uh, you know, the um, everything you say keeps intriguing me. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, Uten you. I don't know. I'll never probably say that right. But uh, really cool track. And I encourage all of you um, to go watch. If you if you don't play the game right, you could go watch this. It's a really cool scene in the game. And the lyrics of this song really do pretty much spell out, sometimes in a cryptic way, but sometimes very direct, the entire plot of the game, which is kind of cool. Kind of cool. The last track we listened to in that block came to us by an artist with the name of Jean Castell. We listened to Lost at Sea, and this is kind of different from a lot of the other stuff we hear in the soundtrack, but I don't hate it. No, yeah, it it does sound different. It's a lot softer, for lack of a better word. Um, but, but yeah, it's very nice. Very nice. I have, I think I have even less to say about this track. This is kind of like the, the middle track of the last block. Um, I just, I enjoyed listening to it, but I don't really, like, it doesn't really stick, you know? Yeah. Yep. But I definitely appreciate this track. I think it is unique. I like some of the lyrics in this one. It does give a mention to David Bowie, which I think is a nice touch. Um, this is a cool track too. Now. Mm -hmm. Oh, David Bowie. Yeah. I can hear that in, in here for sure. Oh Yeah. Um, but I mean, the track specifically mentions Bowie. The too. track itself, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does kind of have some Bowie vibes to it in terms of just the way that it sounds. Um, but the game itself, right? So I will say this: if you're playing through it, you can technically, after a certain point, so you play as Saga for the first two chapters, and then it switches you to Alan, right? And then from there, that's all I've told you so far. But eventually, there's going to come a point where it switches you back to Saga. And then you play as her for a chapter, and then at that point, you can technically do her chapters or Alan's chapters in any order. So it does let you switch. You can go to the break rooms and interact with the puddles, which are left behind by Ati. He's the janitor, so in each break room, there's like a, well, the break rooms you can switch between realities in. There's like a mop bucket, and next to that bucket is a puddle, and interacting with the puddle lets you switch between Alan or Sokka. And they each have a certain amount of chapters that you have to play through 
before you reach the end game. And the end game is like the final two chapters of the game. Now, the way that I did it was I just played through Saga's chapter straight until it told me I was out of her chapters and I had to switch. So you can play it however you want. You can switch between the two characters or you only have to when the game forces you to. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. But That's I would, cool. I would, I personally, playing through it the way I did, encourage people to do so because playing through the missions of Saga first actually gives you a lot of context to what's happening in Alan's world when you see the same stuff going on in his version. So, kind of cool. Cool. Very cool. All right, man. You ready for my favorite track in the game? Haha, <laughs> I'm ready, dude. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right, this this is my favorite track in the game that starts out this block. This is such a special track. You guys know what I like. You're going to instantly be able to tell why this is one of my favorite tracks in the game. But I love how it was implemented into the level design itself. Much in a similar way that um, Herald of Darkness was implemented in Alan Wake, right? The one that we listened to at the end of our Best of 2023, which is not on this episode because we just played it, so I'm not playing it again. But... Um, the way that this one is incorporated into the level that it plays in is just so sick. Let's take a listen to Anger's Remorse from Alan Wake 2, performed by Old Gods of Asgard. Look in the mirror, the cobweb of my soul, on my face forever, seeking to be whole. Driven by passion, raging like a storm With thunder and lightning and hubris I was born Blood hot and vain, I risk to take it all Blind to your pain, your wounds, my dad Shame becomes a pain 
Next, let's take a listen to Dark, Twisted, and Cruel from Alan Wake 2, performed by Paleface.
up in this block let's take a listen to no one left to love from alan wake 2 performed by ruse and berg
Coming back in, we are first talking about Anger's Remorse from Alan Wake 2, again performed by Old Gods of Asgard. My favorite track from this game, dude. This is so good. I wish I could tell you exactly what was going on in this chapter centering around this song. I told you some of, like, the story behind this song, right? But I wish I could tell on air, like, everything that's going on in the in the game around this song. However, this song, what can I say? In universe <laughs> was never officially released. So one of the band members of the old gods of Asgard wrote this song about somebody. And in this game, you have to find the only print of this track. And it's something that the band has with them, right? So like it's one of their keepsakes. They wrote this track, or one of the band members wrote this track, they recorded it, but it was never officially released in the game, like in the universe, under a label or anything like that. So only one print exists, and somehow somebody takes it, right? The person that you're going after in that section of the game, right? They have the only print, and you go get it, and you take it down to this jukebox, and you put it in, and this song just starts playing. And, <laughs> and like, aspects of the world change, when the music starts playing. And dude, I just, again, this track is about six minutes. I stood there for the entire six minutes listening to it come out of this jukebox as the world just like shifted around me. Eventually the world stopped, but I stood there. I did not move until the song finished. I love this so much. And you hear it twice in the game. Um, the second time is not nearly as impactful. Cool to hear it again, but the first time you hear this, it's so well done, man. And I love that the lore centering the music, like, it, it actually matters. Like, the band is in the game now. All of this matters. Yep, yep. And, I mean, w based on what you told me, which I won't say anything about, uh, I can just imagine, you know, how when this song plays for that first time, why it would be so meaningful. It's... But just as a song, man, this is... This is a this number is, one fucking hit, dude. This is fantastic. This is incredible. Rock. I mean, you know how much I love rock ballads. And this, this is, is a, a stadium a arena rock, lighters up in the air, dude. Like, this is mm -hmm. perfect. Absolutely. Six-minute jam right here. Killer freaking guitar solo. Everything about this song is perfect. Yeah, I mean, it just reminds me of all of, like, 
of course, now that we're talking about it, I can't think of the names, but so many of the greatest hits, you know, from bands like 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 Poison and, and Aerosmith. Every rose has and, its thorn. You know, yeah, dude. Very. Yep, oh my and, God. Yes. And all the all all the hair metal rockers. You know, it's just this is so good. And 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 yet again, shows their range. This is very different from yeah. the poet and the muse. And uh, uh, Herald of Darkness. I mean, it's it's such it's such a different sounding song. This this is without the squealy needlies. This is a little closer to what I would think from Poets of the Fall, based on what you played for me earlier. Yeah, um, but still you know, not with even more of the anthem style. But, but still, still not. not yeah, yeah, but still yeah. not even in this vein. Even like this this is similar in vibe to the track I showed you from Poets of the Fall with like tempo that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But the tone, of, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, the way the that, that the way they're playing the instruments, sound, right. you know, that yes, rock way. That speaking of the squealy needlies, yeah, that those those guitar solos are just so good. There is not an appropriate word for what they are. Yeah, <laughs> this this track, this game, but specifically this track. My God, it's so special, dude. Like you know, I love this style. You know, I love my ballads. Mm-hmm. This is oh man, <laughs> I I love it for being just an actual song. But, like, it's what the song means to the guy from the band that wrote it that also makes me love it even more. Because he's probably, outside of, like, the main characters, the best character in the freaking game, dude. The (laughs) old (laughs) gods of Asgard, in-game, they are incredible. They are absolutely incredible. I think before we accidentally spoil anything, we better move on to the next song. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, oh, they're such good characters. Like, they were they were so well implemented. They didn't have to be in this game, right? This is because Sam Lake really appreciates what they've done to the universe of the games by contributing songs. So now they're just yeah. in that universe. They're so well implemented. You can tell, like, Sam, dude, Sam Lake just, he cares, and he has such a deep love for this kind of stuff. It's so cool. Yep. Well, I'm I'm excited to hear hear more, and, I mean, talking about this next one, I, I remember oh, listening to this track so as well. I love it. It It is. It's, I mean, immediately it's clear what style this is, and... Yeah, new metal. Based on... Based on what you had told me about the character this is describing earlier, you know, when we were listening, I knew from from the first few, you know, first few lines, I knew what this was. Yeah. And man, man, this is dark. Oh, it's very dark. And twisted and cruel. And twisted and cruel. Speaking (laughs) of, that's the name of the track, Dark, Twisted and Cruel from Alan Wake 2, again performed by Paleface. This is definitely new metal-ish and has some vibes of like Marilyn Manson has some vibes of corn, especially like Jonathan mm. Davis's vocal style. Like it's kind of in there a little bit. Um, yeah. What would you call all this? Is this, is that rap core? Is that what rap core is? No, corn. I don't know. Corn is new metal. No, new metal. Yeah. With, with and, and you, with, metal. With, which has, which has rap influences, right? right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Because that's also like, um, that's what's Dan's band. Uh, 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 Slipknot? Fred, no, no, no. Fred Durst. Know. What's the yeah, Limp Biscuit? Oh, Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Yeah, Limp Biscuit. But this just has this just that's... has like heavier <laughs> heavier guitars than something like a lot of other new metal. But new metal could be does, heavier yeah. like this as well. But yeah, it's it's in that style. Um, well, and this that this whole area of the globe uh, from Germany north, they all love their they're like all flavors of metal. Oh yeah, as as I'm sure you're well aware. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> so many good bands come from that area. 
Yeah, man. This is but this is good stuff. This is this is crunchy. You know, this is something to dig into. Yeah, I really like this one a lot. Super cool chapter at the end that this one comes from, obviously. Um, but it's kind of when things start hitting the fan, right? Like this, this, this definite tension in the air now. You can even yeah, get I think that it's safe to say lyrics. that this like the, this introduces are, yeah the <laughs> the game's main conflict. Uh, yeah, I mean he's the the character that it, it's <laughs> describing in the lyrics. I mean he is. Yeah. At least my understanding. Again, I got a couple chapters to go, but that that should be the big bad, yeah, for this yeah. game. So, yep. yep. But then the last track we listened to there in that block was "No One Left to Love" from Alan Wake Two, which is performed by Roos and Berg, R O O S and B E R G. Roos and Berg has a really sick 50 second instrumental intro, right, with some killer drums and just really cool guitar work. Reminds me a lot of. Things like Explosions in the Sky, some of these bands that, um, you know, just make a name for themselves by just being instrumental and not having any vocals at all. But um, once the vocals kick in, this is my second favorite track outside of that one that we listened to in the first block at the end, uh, Wide Awake from James. This is my uh, second favorite non-Old Guards of Asgard track in the game. I really love, I don't know if it's the female vocalist, I don't know if that's Ruserberg, no clue. But whichever one that is on vocals, I love it. And I love her. A lot of her vocals, especially when she gets into the chorus and she has that like, she's kind of screaming it, right? And there's a lot of passion behind it. She reminds Mm -hmm. me so much of Maria Brink from In This Moment. And I, that's Maria Brink's one of my favorite female vocalists. And I hear a lot of elements in this person's voice of that. So this is super sick. Also, I've not heard this in game yet. This is actually at the end of one of the last two chapters of the game. Well, I uh, I really enjoyed this one. Um, again, not a great deal to say. Uh, the lyrics are are really nice. Although I will say the first line, I think I got a little distracted. Um, like through the something something, I'll push through. Like they say through at the beginning and the end of the line, and I don't think it's intentional. But after that, everything else, I I loved absolutely loved. So, <laughs> but but yeah, man, this. Um, there's just a lot of a lot of good stuff and a lot of diverse stuff on the playlist today. I gotta hand it to you. This is this is a very well curated playlist. It's almost like you've done this before well, three hundred times. <laughs> you gotta hand it to Sam Lake then, because I pretty much yeah. brought all the tracks that come. This is it. This is what we got. There's like a couple other like Herald of Darkness right that we played before, and then like one or two other tracks that are from other artists that don't feature at the end of chapters that play just through the radio in the game. Like two of the tracks that we have in the next block actually are just playing in the rate on radios like in certain levels like you just kind of hear bits and pieces of them as you're going um, that's so cool that's like that uh the liza p track i mentioned yeah. during our la- our episode or some of the tracks they play like on a record player in a right. castle it's and very just, similar like, to that. By them yeah in if fact, you stop and listen it'll preview. play most of it yeah but most people don't do that little preview i'm bringing that track to uh, radio hour this month so oh, nice. you can look forward to that very cool <laughs> But but yeah, uh, that's so so wild that this stuff is just like incidental. So some of this stuff is just incidental music in the game because it's so it's It's so so good. good. And people who aren't nerds like us who dig into the music of the games they play, they might never experience this. Like how many people wild because these tracks play at the end of chapters. If you've noticed, the person that uploaded these just literally let the song play after each chapter. There's the ability to continue, right? You can press the button to skip. I'm willing to bet the average player probably doesn't listen to the full track as it goes. Yep. Well, and some of these are pretty long, too. So, yeah. But I will say the other thing about this track that I absolutely adore is the drums in that that intro, that almost minute-long intro. Yep. 
the it's drums, so dude. They're they're friggin' fantastic. So good, so good. This is that's cool the track. kind of drum solo you lead with in a Battle of the Bands track. <laughs> you know? when, when you know you got to win, you got to just yeah. come out swinging. That's Absolutely. what you open with. Absolutely, for sure. Oh man! All right, this next block we're about to get to is going to be pretty lengthy for us as we listen to it, uh, because we're also including the closeout, which itself is like a nine and a half minute track. Once again, just like we did with the best of twenty twenty three episode. But um, this next block, uh, this this last block, I should say, not even the next one, but there's some length to this one. Ready to get into it? Yeah, I can. I can see the uh, <laughs> got a couple of lengthy tracks in this one. So yeah, it's let's get into it. All of them let's are over four minutes. Yeah, all of them are over four minutes, but one in this block is almost seven minutes so this will be a little (laughs) lengthy but man is it good and we're gonna kick things off with our final track from the old gods of asgard on the episode today so that's kind of sad but this one freaking yes let's take a listen to dark ocean summoning from alan wake 2 once again performed by old gods of asgard
next, we're going to take a listen to Prayer at the Gate from Alan Wake 2, performed by PJ Harvey. Take 
closing out this block, we're going to take a listen to Filth from Alan Wake 2, performed by National Nightmare.
coming back in, we are first talking about Dark Ocean Summoning from Alan Wake 2, again performed by the Old Gods of Asgard. You really like this one. <laughs> yes. And how can you not, Yes, I man? did. How I can think you not? This is my track of show. Um, it's been tough. It has been tough. Um, gosh, what was a Wide Awake earlier is probably my second. Um, but man, this... This, this pushes all my buttons, dude. This is an anthem <laughs> stadium it's rocker. So it's just... Oh, it's so good. It's uh, so it, good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. It, it's, it's one of those that I would listen to like twice and then I would I would know the whole thing and I would sing along full blast every time. Yep. And it's, it's so good because this track actually serves a point to the plot, right? So without mm-hmm. spoiling anything, this one is so cool in game and just what you're doing as this music is blasting out and like what's happening in the background of every oh dude it's so good i was kind of explaining it a little bit to you it's so good like the lead up to this song kicking in the the stuff right up before it and then throughout the entire song itself this is just another magical moment from this game remedy my god dude they packed this game like they had some really special moments in the first alan waken in control but this game is just moment after moment after moment. Like this, this is insane. Yeah, it is, dude. It's it's incredible. There's, <laughs> I mean, we're we're gonna be creeping into uh, some pretty pretty high a pretty high runtime for a soundtrack showcase just because of the length of some of these tracks. So yeah, I don't have a whole lot more to say about it. But man, I just I'm gonna be listening to this track. You know. For the foreseeable future. This is going to go on. Well, I mean, it's on that, that album that I, I'm listening to. It absolutely so, is. Yes. Yeah, this one, this, this one is going to get a lot of playtime for me in the near future. So. As it should. <laughs> As it should. It's so good. Uh, you guys need to appreciate this in-game. Like, if you never have aspirations or plans to play through Alan Wake 2, look up how this is implemented in the game and just watch that sequence up before it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the entirety of this song as it's playing in-game, just check that out because it's so freaking good. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. All right. Unfortunately, we move on from the old gods of Asgard, though. We won't hear them again today. Hopefully, we will hear more from them in the future. I would assume they will be back for Control 2 and whatever comes next. I know. Gods are immortal. They are immortal. And uh, I'm kind of hoping, because we know Remedy is remaking Max Payne. At least I think they're remaking the first Max Payne, uh, 1 and 2, with Rockstar. I'm kind of hoping, because they Poets of the Fall were the credits music from the original Max Payne. But, like, Old Gods of Asgard didn't exist in that universe. Yeah. But maybe with the remake, they can. (laughs) I'm hoping. I'm hoping they make an appearance. But for sure, (laughs) we'll hear them in Control 2 and whatever comes next from Remedy. I have a feeling they've solidified a a place for themselves and like whatever Remedy develops, you're going to probably hear at least Poets of the Fall, but hopefully Old Gods of Asgard. Our next track, the one in the middle there, comes to (laughs) us from PJ Harvey and is titled Prayer at the Gate. Again, this is featured in Alan Wake 2. It's kind of a radio song. Um, It is in one of the levels as you're kind of exploring around and... You come across this radio and you hear this song playing. Um, P. 
PJ Harvey is a English singer songwriter, not somebody that I'm familiar with, uh, but she's been around for several years. She got started in 1988, so she's 54 years old, based out of the UK. Um, very different style of song than we heard uh, from most of the other stuff today on the playlist. But something about her vocals and something about this track captivates me, dude. This is, I don't know, this, the frequency, it resonates, I don't get it, but this track resonates with me and something with her vocals. It's just enchanting. Well, it was certainly a whiplash coming off of, I mean, coming off my favorite song of the episode, it's, uh, <laughs> um, it was very different. Um, very good. Like, it's one that, several of these tracks, I think I'm going to get more of an appreciation of the more I listen to them as I, as I go through that soundtrack. Um, but I do think her vocals are the highlight. It's just, it's, it's haunting. It's really good yeah, stuff. Yeah, it really is. It's super, super cool. Um, these last two tracks, right, I don't have a lot of context of gameplay behind them or like what's going on because they just exist in the world like they're just playing in the game like you can hear them and you can stop and listen to them but that's it right like they're not it's not like the old gods of Asgard tracks we listen to that actually have plot elements that are in Alan Wake 2 or the other tracks which are again at the end of each chapter which again have plot elements in the lyrics the lyrics of this song have nothing to do with the game same thing with the next track nothing to do with the game I'm almost positive these songs exist on these artists solo albums or like albums that they've released individually but Remedy brought them in and put these songs in the game which again I think is super cool when people do that or when developers do that yeah, I think it's. I think that's really cool. I'm. I'm intrigued by the album art. <laughs> it's like a little stick on, the, on a on a. It is. It's a, it's on a stick a beach, on like a. And I think that's meant to be maybe. It, it looks like maybe a beach because you see like the ripples kind of moving slightly yeah, in the like video. Yeah, like a white sand yeah. beach. Yeah, I do. So kind of like a stick on the uh, on the edge of a lake or an ocean, which I mean fits the aesthetic mm-hmm. of Alan Wake. <laughs> stick on a beach. That's gonna be our band name. Stick on a beach, baby. Stick on a beach. <laughs> Stick on a beach. Or the young mortals of Midgard. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I really dig that last track in that block, though. From National Nightmare, we listen to Filth. And again, this comes to us from Alan Wake 2. This is a cool vibe and reminds yeah, me man. a lot of, like, Southern Rock and specifically, mm-hmm. like, Louisiana Bayou type stuff. You know what this actually sounds very similar yes. to? The intro What's music that? to True Blood. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the theme song to True Blood, that HBO show? Very similar in vibe and style. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. This is, I think if, if I were to, if I knew nothing about music, if I knew even less about musical genres than I do, I would call this dirty funk. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sure. know, because it, it, it definitely, it doesn't quite have a funk shuffle to it, but it's got that flavor, you know? And so, um, but yes, I definitely hear what you're talking about with like the, the Bayou Rock yeah. sort of thing going on. It's... This is good stuff, dude. This this was this was a fun one to wrap up that block on. Yeah. I want to check out more from this guy. I think I would like his music, but I have yet to check out more besides this track. Yeah. Uh High Life, is that the artist? Uh National Nightmare. I think High National Life is Nightmare. the, name of the, High Life is the is album, album is I guess. The album yeah. that this track is actually on. That yeah. makes sense. National Which Night- I mean, oh, High, okay. High Life. Hey, that's I'm all about it. <laughs> that's you, man. That could that's be your me. theme song. Yeah, Filth, cuz that's me too. <laughs> I'm Filth. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I, I think I think all of us on the Discord, except maybe Sev, would disagree. <laughs> yeah, ask anybody IRL; they'll tell you. Well, hey, Kyle and Sean. Why do you think I'm single? The IRL. They are. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
We'll see how long it lasts, dude. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll but see yeah, how long man, it lasts. that's uh, this. Th- th- this has been a really fun listen, dude. I've really, really enjoyed going through the soundtrack. I'm glad. I'm glad that Kyle didn't didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to have you along for this journey and ride. I, like I said, I freaking love this soundtrack. I love this game. Alan Wake Two now is my game of the year. Baldur's Gate Three would be second for me, and Final Fantasy Sixteen would be third. Um, I do still think I would probably give because. Man, it's so tough because this is also mostly original stuff too, right? That was created for the game. So I think an argument could be made for this to be soundtrack of the year. But something in my heart still leans a little bit more towards Baldur's Gate 3 soundtrack in terms of like my overall favorite from 2023. But my God, this is a close second. Well, and for me, it's the same like Paranorma Sites. Um, I, I mentioned it when I when I brought the track last last time that it would be one of my top three tracks, like soundtracks of the year. I've been re-listening to a lot of the things I brought to that episode, and Paranorma Site just keeps coming back up. I really think it's pound for pound. Like if it were as long as the Baldur's Gate soundtrack and continued with its diversity, it would easily be my soundtrack of the year. But because it's like a quarter of the length, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's just right. and and especially as I, I feel like at least anything of that size as a debut effort, Baldur's Gates and um, I can't remember the composer's name right now, but he just Boris he just Lock knocked it out of the park. Borislav Slavov, he just came out swinging, dude. Like, like what what a career he has to have ahead of him if he decides to keep keep this up. You oh, know? I agree. I can't wait it's, to hear what he does next, incredible. dude. I can't freaking wait to hear what he does next. But we're not done. And I'm glad I stayed for that last track. Cause yeah! It's, Nine and a half it's, minutes it's of, a... <laughs> of just a wild ride, dude. So this track is nothing crazy, right? Like, it's not rocking like any of the old gods of Asgard. It's It's slower paced. Very sleepy tone to it, but it's meant to have that style. So this track does play at the end of chapters. Uh, it play, it play, and I'll just say it plays at the end of Alan's chapters, right? And you only hear this full song for nine and a half minutes once. But throughout other portions of the game, you hear bits and pieces of this song kind of like warped and playing at the end of Alan's chapters. But eventually, like I said, you'll hear this full thing. But there's a reason why that you keep hearing that song. And it's in the lyrics of the song. (laughs) Um, But it's so freaking cool how this just keeps like it's not looping. It says it is, right? Like, it's looping forever, forever, this looping on and on. But the track doesn't loop, ever. It really doesn't. And uh, I I think the main thing that I have to say about this track, because I I really want to let it speak for itself, it it goes on and long enough to... I can't remember the last time I thought, man, your your little ending jingle is going to really clash with this track. <laughs> <laughs> However, there is a little thing at the uh, the end that, that kind of, I think, might lead into my ending jingle a little bit nicely. <laughs> okay. Okay, then. All right. <laughs> Fair you enough. See, I, put the, I, put, I even included that in your episode. You didn't have it there, but I made sure it was there. <laughs> I did notice that. I did. Yeah. I um and I'm glad. I tried to to keep our branding kind of similar yeah. on on That's that the episode. only thing I changed so, um, by the way. I literally just I took the file you sent me, I put it in Adobe Premiere, I added my jingle at the end and I exported it again. That's all I did. Nice, nice. Well, I mean, speaking of that, that's really the only thing I have to plug. Um it's uh my second episode should be out after this one. It, it, this if, should post yeah, this most should likely post between this on one the and the next yeah and the next regular episode if not then yeah. the following weekend yeah your episodes like you if, um, they're not gonna yeah. be regular like they're not weekly for sure 
but you might go, you might do two a month, you might do one a month, you might do three a month, but that'll never be weekly. Um, at least I don't right. think it will. But no, I, I don't think I could commit to that. I think I would burn out after five or six if I tried to do it weekly. So I'm just going to do it, you know, yeah, as I can. Whatever and... you can. And when you do, they're just going to be implemented in between whatever episodes that are out when you send it to me. I'll probably just release them on Saturdays or Sundays like I did this most recent one. Again, as long as our normal episodes stay current, because that's the idea. And if they don't stay current, then I use your episodes as a regular episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there you go. I like the idea when we're when we're being current of, of like a Sunday night release, because I feel like it's a good yeah. Sunday night listen. It's also a good Monday morning commute listen because it's yeah. shorter. And so yeah. I feel that's like, what I feel I like that, that works. That makes sense. That's, that's why I released it when I did. Like, I figured that was good timing. So, um, hey, crazed minds think alike. Exactly. Well, no, not crazed because that's Dan. Oh, but, yeah. That's Dan's thing. That's yeah. right. Well, whatever our minds <laughs> Marketing. are. I'm Marketing. Sure, I'm sure our <laughs> listeners could. Uh, I'm sure our listeners could come up with some things. Yep, exactly. All right, man. Um, I think we'll get on out of here. I know this one was a little lengthy, probably uh, because of the music, but that's okay. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I did, but um, I did as well. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But that is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for today. We do want to thank you for staying with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania, made possible by RPG Era. If you like video game music, and more importantly, you like us and you want to help us grow the show, check the description box for ways you can do just that, including a link to join our Discord community. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Taking us out of the show today, we're going to be taking a listen to This Road from Alan Wake 2. Once again, this game released on October 27th of 2023, and this particular track was performed by Poe. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. I'm getting off this time.
Light is a poisonous, poisonous dart Forever seeking out the darkest part Forever, forever, forever your heart Some say 